Good morning. When I was a teenager, which I know was a really long time ago, don't have to rub it in, right? It was a long time ago. But I do remember my dad playing uh, Frank Sinatra's song, I Did It My Way. Not sure if there's many that prescribe to that thought process, but if there are, how's that working for you? I also remember in 1971, the modern day prophet John Lennon, who wrote a song called Imagine that says, imagine there's no heaven, it's easy if you try, no, no hell below us, above us, only sky. Imagine all the people living for today. This type of thought process is kind of embedded into our current culture, and it is called secularism and relativism. Our world is still upside down even after 51 years. And our Holy Father recently said on Good Friday, and I quote, the world has chosen the path of Cain and war is enacted, what Cain did, that is, killing one's brother. My friends, it is a fact that we have gone from Christendom to the apostolic age. And we are on mission. But I am here to proclaim to all of us that Jesus Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is alive. And our gospel reminds us of that a mere eight days after that first Easter, that resurrection day, where almost all of the disciples were huddled together in that upper room for fear of what was going to happen, or actually, for fear of what already did happen. They wanted to make sure that what happened to Jesus wasn't going to be happening to them. So they stayed behind the door. And believe it or not, Jesus walked through the door. Locked. He didn't knock. He came through the door. And he said, not one time, not two times, but three times, peace be with you. He didn't criticize them or anything. He gave them peace, and he breathed on them, and he gave them the authority to forgive sins or to retain sins. All were there except for one. And this day, eight days later, we celebrate Thomas was there now. All 11 were there. And Jesus came through the door again and did exactly the same thing. Peace be with you. Now, for Thomas, it might have been a little awkward, don't you think? As his eyes locked in with Jesus' eyes, uh-oh. Hmm. But Jesus wanted to make sure that Thomas himself had a heart that was docile and could surrender. And it certainly happened that way. As the gospel tells us, that Jesus came to Thomas and he said, put your finger in my marks and put your hand in my side and believe. And Thomas did. And Thomas proclaimed profoundly, as we may do the same when the host is held up at the Eucharistic prayer, my Lord and my God. Because Jesus is truly there. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. He, he is there in our own church here, right here. He's here now. Jesus has risen. And we come to be with him. 
and to be with each other on this Divine Mercy Sunday. The mercy of God is in the resurrection for sure, but it started on Good Friday, actually on Holy Thursday, when Jesus was arrested and beaten and beaten some more. And on Good Friday, crucified and laid in the tomb for three days. And then he rose, as he said he would, and he did. God's mercy for us, each one of us, is for all time and for all people, because he loves us. And like, like Thomas, our hearts need to be docile and surrender. That's exactly what Thomas did. He surrendered to Jesus, and he gave his life once and for all and became, just like the other ten, emissaries Christ. They went from disciples to apostles and were sent into the world as we are called to do also. That is our mission. That's what we received at baptism that's what the 15 people that came into the church Easter Vigil received also. They were totally initiated. As the Constitution on the church, Lumen Gentium, tells us that not only is the church necessary for our salvation, but so is baptism. And as they came down the stairs and up the stairs at the Easter Vigil, just like we would have whenever we were baptized, probably as a baby, when the water was poured over our head, and eventually at our confirmation and our first communion, we were totally infused, totally initiated, and received what I call Holy Spirit seeds to go and spread throughout the world. Because we are called to be the light of the world, to be Jesus' eyes, his smiles, his hands and his feet, and to bring and proclaim Jesus Christ forever. Faith now has overcome fear. It will soon overcome the world, as we found out from those apostles. Thirteen men changed the face of the world, and that's why we sit in this church in Broomfield, Colorado today. That's amazing. That's the mercy of God. That's the Holy Spirit that's among us. That mightiest empire of the world soon fell, and those knees fell in adoration. Those brutal emperors dropped their pretension, ab abandoned their pride, and confessed that same faith as the, all new believers throughout the world in all time, who may have been at some point Thomas's, the doubter. In the words of the first letter of St. John, the power that has conquered the world is this faith of ours. So faith has a sword of power because it is supernatural, and it is a supernatural gift. It was the spirit that Jesus breathed on them at Easter that very afternoon that empowered the 10 and eventually all 11 to become emissaries of faith and mercy. And without that same spirit, none of us, none of us would be able to be docile like that and be able to spread the word that Jesus Christ has truly risen. 
And so Divine Mercy Sunday really is for us to understand that the, the mercy of God is not for him to change his mind about us because he doesn't change his mind about us. He loves us. He's mercy, merciful to us and compassionate to us. It's rather for us to change our mind about the Father. Who is God the Father in our own life? How does Jesus walk with us in our life? And how does the Holy Spirit animate that? It's all by invitation, all by our own will, and all by our own choice. It is that impactful in our life. Divine Mercy Sunday was proclaimed in April of 2000 by a real saint and prophet, St. John Paul the Great. And in his homily on that Sunday, the second Sunday of Easter in 2000, I quote, he said, the light of divine mercy which the Lord in a way wished to return to the world through St. Faustina's charism will illuminate the way for the men and women of the third millennium. God's mercy, it's for all of us actually, and it, it is to bring to us an understanding that through the resurrection of Christ, that many, many miracles happened. They just didn't happen in the Acts of the Apostles where we just read. Today, those same miracles happen. I have a real good priest friend of mine who had, he's had cancer for about the past 18 months, and he just reported now that he is cured. Jesus is alive as well. Many of us have been cured of certain things even in our own brokenness of our own lives. So my friends, let us continue to understand God's mercy and love is for us even today. But may this Easter season bring each of us joy, the joy of the Lord who has risen. He has truly risen. Alleluia, alleluia.